Good morning. My name is Ryan Campbell. I currently work for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and I am here today to share my testimony. I'm not going to talk a ton about um, that and uh, FCA, but uh, kind of how God just came after me and uh, pursued my heart and how I got to that point of uh, becoming courageous enough to um, step away from everything that I ever knew, everything that I was comfortable with, um, everything that was safe, and um, commit my life uh, to Jesus and share the incredible um, grace and forgiveness that, um, that is available um, when you submit your life to him. So I asked Brady... Um, <laughs> what he what he wanted this rated, so we're gonna go with a um, a G. So G, PG. Okay. Um, it, uh, it it has not been an easy road, and and I know that um, life isn't, and I know that there's people out there that are hurting uh, in the seats right in front of me, and I know that um, there are struggles. There's questions, there's confusion, and um, I just want to say me too. Um, and I hope that uh, after I get done today, um, you can walk away and say me too. So that's what we're shooting for. And we'll start um, with, uh, with a prayer here today. Uh, dear Jesus, uh, thank you for your truth, your mercy, and your grace. Thank you for this church. Thank you for Pastor Brady and his leadership. Uh, please use me today as your instrument. Uh, speak through me. Uh, please turn the hearts here today and comfort those that are hurting. Please heal those that are sick. Uh, thank you for every moment that has led up uh, to you saving us, catapulting our lives onto a whole new path. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. We'll start with being born. I was born. I don't remember that. Um, I've seen some pictures and stuff. But uh, my parents were, were really young. Had just gotten out of high school. They were both supposed to go play, go play college ball. And um, things happened. And, and um, I was born um, right into government housing. Yeah, that's where we started. I don't remember that too much. I've seen the place. Um, but I uh, don't remember too much of that. Uh, my father was, was an extremely hard worker. Um, he was a man's man. Uh, uh, he was tough. Um, he had, it seemed like he could work and work, and, and that, that, um, that call of overtime, that was big. So anytime there was an overtime opportunity, he was out, and he was always ready to go. And he did everything that he could to... Um, to raise us um, right the best way that he knew how. Uh, growing up, the, um, the emphasis was kind of on, you know, the, the toughness, the, um, I just, I cannot get this conversation of this, this bull that I had with my dad, and it was, man, look how mean that bull is. It's all, I don't know why that's burned in my head, but so, from that, 
and, and some other things. I just wanted to be the, the meanest and the toughest. I thought that's what, what a man was. Um, there's a couple issues with that. I was very small. Um, but uh, <laughs> God put this heart in me that <laughs> I, I, it didn't matter. So um, I became really, really sick, I think at age two. Um, I had got meningitis um, about... Uh, Went home with the Lord then, but uh, got saved from that, and right into pneumonia. So things were, were, were not going good for this little fella, and God, he had something in store for me, and it wasn't, it wasn't dying of meningitis or um, pneumonia. So moved through the years, we, we, um, I pursued, uh, you know, sports. Um, pretty good student, um, still looking to, to, to fill that, that toughness and the, the meanness that I thought was a man. So, so through the years, um, I, was, I was kind of pursuing that. Um, as I get going into this, there's, there's a couple things I want you, I want you, to, um, want you to know. Uh, this isn't about me. I know that I've talked about being myself born um, already, um, but it's about the gift of salvation and what God is um, is capable of if we if we let Him do a work in our lives. Like I said before, I know that there's something stinging everyone out there today, and um, my hope is that that through this story of of, of confusion, pain suffering, forgiveness, redemption, um, and glory through the works of Jesus that, that we leave today together um, as, like I said, me too. So moving forward, um, I'm in pursuit of, of these, these worldly things, of what, what I think that, that a man is. Um, high school comes along, um, sports, athletics, and all that, all that stuff. In college, um, I went to, this, this is a pretty pivotal point um, in my life, um, I went to wrestle. I had been, I had an injury um, before, I, before I had left, and it, it just, I wasn't the same. I, I wasn't going to be able to compete at that level. And um, came home and immediately had an identity crisis. This um, I, I had found a way to um, make everybody think that I was tough, that I was a man through the sport of wrestling. And it was, I was living a lie. And um, after the, the wrestling was, was over and I no longer had that, I started searching for anything that would fill that void. Um, anything. I had um, this morning, uh, I, I realized it was a, an intensity complex um, I had to um, get to that point of, uh, of intensity. And, and if you ask my wife, like I still struggle with that. I've either got loving, caring, compassion, understanding, or over here it's like he's coming at me. And so um, I struggled with, with the intensity complex, and, and I started to be um, everybody's crazy guy. Uh, raise your hand. Think back to college. Raise your hand of that crazy guy. Everybody had one. Who was it? You're thinking of somebody like, man, that guy's crazy. He'd do anything. That was me. So 
during that, that time, um, I, I kept climbing um, the ladder and searching for things to, to get me to that next level. You know, crazy guy's got to k- keep moving up. Like, what's he going to do this time? It's got to be crazier than last time. And I just kept filling this um, because I guess I'd shifted my identity from um, man's man of... Um, meanness and toughness to, to this crazy guy and I guess they kind of inter, intertwine so Brady and I have talked about this before and, and, and this is the ugly part so uh, and the only reason that, that I'll share this with you is, is because th- there could be somebody out there today that is thinking well you know eh, not as crazy as me or not as bad as the problems that I have or not my addictions um, but I'm going to be completely transparent and vulnerable uh, w- with some of these things. And in talking to Brady, it's like, man, I, like, before this, like, I don't want to share that. And it's like, do I need to? And um, why do people always want to know, well, how bad was it? How bad was it? What did you do? Um, and it's sin. Like, sin is... Um, it's like a prick at our heart, and, and, and we have to, um, you know, do something. We, we look at it. We, we, we um, try to figure it out. So um, with that, I'm going to share a little bit um, just of some of the sin that, 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 I, that I experienced. And I don't know that I, if, if I was an alcoholic, first time I've said that but there were some things that uh, that I relied on like alcohol um, to get me to that once that wasn't good enough it was it was other things Um, I'd do anything um, all to be that uh, shallow fun loving uh, crazy guy that would do anything so uh, with that being said um, we'll just leave it as um, I was addicted to intensity. And whatever was in front of me uh, that could get me to that place, I'd, I'd do it. I'd do it. I wasn't scared. And I'll talk a little bit you know, here coming up of, of, with a conversation that, that my brother and I had that, that, um, that, that hit me right in the gut. So with uh, raising these performances... Um, of, of, of being everyone's crazy guy um, it, it, it was just a vicious cycle of, of hurting people physically um, psychologically emotionally and I had no remorse until um, the next day or two days or, or however long it took me to sober up and then it was you know, well, it's, you know, alcohol is a depressant, and, and I'd either start drinking again or just, just kind of brush it off. So this went on for, for quite some time. Um, to put it in perspective, I was in college for 10 years, and I'm not a doctor, so, um, so that was that. But uh, I was smart enough to, to continue these behaviors, and it was, I still got okay grades, so I still... Um, continued on with with college uh, for 10 years Uh, I take that back it was longer than 10 years 10 years to get my bachelor's degree I got my master's later so I don't 14 years 
better, you know, almost half of my life in college, though. So, my, my, my life revolved around these things. And, and so the conversation with my brother, uh, I had to write this down. It, we, we were coming back from a funeral. And it was, he never told me this um, until, this was, this was just a couple years ago. And, like, I had, already, I had undergone this, this transformation and became a new man through, through Jesus. And my brother kind of started on his own journey at this time. And he said to me, um, I'm so glad you're different. And I was. And, and I was glad too. He says, I knew... It's going to be hard to get out. I knew that mom and dad would call and tell me that you were dead. And he said, uh, it could have been a dumpster, a ditch, a car, an alley. And he said they'd, they'd talked about it. And they knew, they knew that there was, there was nothing they could do. I've got to interject something here. Um, this wasn't near as difficult. <laughs> Rehearsing or writing down. So, not ready to get to the good part, I'm hoping. So, um... I, I got done with college after 10 years and went into to education and coaching. It was, it was still a safe place that, uh, that I had. Um, you know, went back to wrestling and, and was able to coach and, and stuff through that. Um, I met my wife and, and she, she's a saint. Like, I wasn't saved when we, when we met. She said no several times and um, I don't know how more than several. But um, it was always when I was, when I was in that state of, um, of confusion or um, had been out or whatever. And, and um, she had known my, my history of... Um, you know this this lie that I was living, um, but I wanted everybody to think that that it was true that I was that cool, um, or so or so I thought. And um, she began um, praying for me, um, and <laughs> I don't know what she, I don't know what she, I mean I don't know what you were thinking to be honest with you. So. Um, she was praying, and, and we moved. We got married, and moved away um, to start our own our own lives. And the 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 teacher right next to the the classroom that 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 I was in, um, he was a pastor and an art teacher. So yeah, and and I began asking questions, and he didn't like beat me over the head with the Bible or, or anything, but I started to see something. Uh, different in him and um, started asking questions we started talking about God we started talking about how how Jesus um, is alive and, and I just I was intrigued and I had so many questions and I needed this and I was trying to please man 
Um, I had been extremely successful like as an assistant coach and then it's like, man, I can do that. I take over a head coaching job and it's like it all falls apart. And I'm on this, this mission to, you know, make these kids champions, make them animals, make them mean, make them tough, what I thought a man should be. And um, the whole time what I was doing is replicating um, all and sharing with them all of the struggles and all of the, the, the junk that, that was, was making me miserable, that um, had led me to abuse of drugs and alcohol, um, the, the abuse of uh, uh, um, people. I couldn't drive through a, a Walmart parking lot without thinking I should get out and fight somebody. It was, it was, it was exhausting. So with these questions, um, it, got, it got deep, it got heavy real fast, and I had a lot of arrows coming at me. And um, one morning, after I'd been digging and, 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 and I came across FCA Wrestling, I, and I was hungry. I, um, all the energy and, and the, pack, the passion and, and um, the, the, the intensity like, started to get geared towards um, serving Jesus. And I, I can't explain that. Um, and I can't explain this either, but one morning, I think it was even, it was a weekday, so school was going on. I had been down to the shed, and I hit my knees uh, in the gravel back behind our house and, and, and got baptized um, by the Holy Spirit right there in the gravel. I should have taken a rock or something. And just, um, but but that's, that's how it happened. And um, from... I don't, I'm not going to say that from then on I was, uh, man, I had my stuff together. I was reading my Bible every day. I had a full heart with, with the Lord. I was compassionate and loving. Um, I was forgiving. It, it didn't quite work like that, but I was on, I was on a new course, and I, I was hungry. And so all of those things um, that had led me down the path of destruction and and, and uh drug people along with me started to get diverted into being a servant and the, I cried I cried right there and um, I know that doesn't sound um, too far-fetched I'm up here trying not to bawl my eyes out but it was for that time um, I was crying was a, a sign of weakness like you big pansy like get your stuff together but it, there was a complete transformation occurring uh, in my heart I wrote these, these terms down. This, this is what my initial reactions were. And, and today I went outside, and, and it was much like today. It was a spring day, and, and I just sat out there, and this is what came to me when I thought about how I reacted to, to that. I was scared, for one. Um, intrigued. I was welcoming questions. Am I a fraud? Like, how tough am I? What are people going to perceive of me? Am I immediately a hypocrite? Because I still had all this, this baggage with me. And I still have the scars on my face and hands and broken bones from, um, from all of that. Uh, so I, the questions were, um, can I do this? And, and what are people going to think? And, and, and I'm leading this group of young men um, in a sport that um, is tough. So how am I going to do that and, love and, and be loving? So all these questions, so my identity crisis goes from um, crazy guy 
to um, how can I serve and love? And I still struggle every day. It is a, this life is a test and, and it is um, something that, that you've got to prepare for mentally every single day. And yesterday, man, the devil was after me, my goodness. And I don't know if it was for today or, or what, but it, it is a struggle, it is a battle, and it is for real. So every day, get up, put your armor on, and get going. My attitude be, began to, to change, and, and a coach asked me this one time. He's like, well, how did you, it was in regards to coaching um, with a Christ-centered heart, how did it change? When did it all change? And man, that was a heavy question. It was only him and I in the car, so I couldn't like act like I didn't hear him or start talking to somebody else. And I, I didn't know how to answer it. And before he got out, it, it, it was very clear that it, it came, it all came together when I realized that I was a servant. I was here to serve for Jesus. I was to serve them, not vice versa. And so we saw in the coach thing, um, man, I coached so many years with um, them performing for me. How did, it, how did I look from their performance? And, and, it, and that's an easy, easy path to go down because with coaches, you know, you're, you're tied to wins and losses and, and all of those, those things. But it came together when I, when, I, when I realized that I was there to serve them and I, and I was a servant. Um, they're, they're, they were so hungry, the kids. And we started to um, integrate some team Bible studies. And of course, you know, the first time uh, a couple kids, couple kids show up and it's okay. It only takes a spark. Um, and by the end of that year, it was like it was a staple in our program. I'll start wrapping it up here. So through all those things, like God did, there was a transformation. It was a miracle. Um, I don't know how many times I should have died. Um, Someone killing me. Um, a couple of times that was an issue. Um, overdosing, um, crashing, anything. I worked in a bar one time, and, and there was... A, uh, I was a bouncer because um, I'm so tall and um, big. Um, and people would shoot uh, shoot the windows out, and I don't I don't know why that didn't raise a flag with me um, to, that that was a not a good working environment, but it didn't. Like, I was it was my 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 mind and my heart were so skewed with with worldly things. So some final struggles. Um, that I had and, and that I still deal with every day. Pleasing man. Um, it's tough um, when we are inundated with, with all of these worldly things and just thrown at us. We've got multitude of, of different devices that can give us information in the snap of a finger and they're distracting. Um, they're distracting um, from... They're, dist they're distracting for, um, you know, chasing after God. Um, I still have a little intensity addiction, um, but 
I get to share uh, Jesus. And, and uh, with that, uh, all of those things were taken away. And, and, like, and it happened pretty fast. So drugs and alcohol, gone. I have no, I have no intention of, of, of drinking. Like it's, it was gone. Um, <laughs> nothing I, and I can't explain other than, than it being a miracle and, and, and God is great um, anger um, I am still angry uh, to some extent but not near as angry as I was so I've got some tools uh, that that, uh, that uh, Jesus has uh, helped me with um, one of them is the Bible <laughs> and there, there are some things that I've learned along the way with um, just being at peace with myself that, that, that help with those. And I'm still a sinner, um, a big sinner. I have struggles every day, um, just like many of you do. Uh, my heart hurts, but I have comfort in the Lord. From 2010, that day um, in those rocks, uh, that air, it, it smelled like nothing, so clean and crisp like no air I'd ever smelled before. They, my senses were heightened. I could hear uh, b- birds. It was, it was incredible. And I don't know if it was in my own mind or if I pictured it or what, and I can still see it. Like it, there was a gap in the, in the clouds of uh, just, just God's hand coming down and, and just embracing me letting me know that it's going to be okay. And it was kind of like, okay, now you. And <laughs> that was scary, um, extremely scary. That is, that is, with obedience, it has kind of placed me where I am today um, in this, this sports ministry role uh, as a servant. And I, I couldn't do it today without, uh, without Jesus. In, in submitting my life um, to him and, and truly knowing that, that, that I've been forgiven and washed clean uh, from all of that stuff. So the miracle of this, um, that before guy is gone, uh, gone. And I'm thankful every day for that. And it's true that, that, that you can become a new man or woman um, Submitting your life to Jesus. And that is a true testament um, of that story. Of God's story. How he worked in a person like me. Who was a complete mess. A complete piece of garbage. Um, that hurt people. That, that was uh, narcissistic. Somebody you didn't want to e- even be around. Other than to see what, what, what stupid thing he was going to do. That was me. That was my life. And... <laughs> Jesus flipped that on its head and has given me the opportunity to, to minister to um, coaches and athletes and, and I'm grateful. So, I'm still broken, still scarred, still beaten, but I'm still pursuing Jesus, the new man in Christ. Therefore, if anyone in, is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. And put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness and truth. And I can go on and on and on 
and on about the new man, the new person that you can become and what God will do in your life if you just let go and, and, and let him. And it's scary. It is, it is extremely scary to let go. Because every, everything we see, every place we turn around is hold on to my stuff, hold on to my stuff, this is my stuff. When you let that go, you can truly, truly see what God has in store for you. But I, cha- I, cha- I challenge you uh, to let go, but, but I want to say this, you got to be ready. Because if you wake up and say, dear Lord, this has happened more, more than once. Dear Lord, please use me today however you see fit, hold, hold on. Because um, well, you could be on a stage where you don't belong, um, speaking about things that um, you hope will be perceived um, by those and in, in, in hearts be filled and in, in, in people moved um, to chase after Jesus. So that is, um, that's my story. I truly believe it's a miracle. Um, just from the evil things that I've seen and, and been around and things that I've been saved for. And it's, it's easy to look back now and say, thank you, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I want to serve you like this. I want to take all of that stuff, all of that energy, all of that compassion, all of that intensity, and I want to serve you. Let go. Chase after Jesus. Ask to be used. We need each other. If you bow your heads with me, we'll pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this church. Thank you for the opportunity to share um, with what you have done in my life. Pray that uh, people are able to, to walk away and say, me too. I'm hurt. I need changed. I know that you can change me. Pray that uh, we let go. We look for comfort in you. Use our gifts. Use our talents. No matter what they may be, if it's something that, that we're using negatively, please, please touch our hearts. Help us turn that into something positive. We ask that you lift this church up today. We ask that we, we serve you throughout the week. We ask that uh, you help us uh, to make a difference in the lives of, of others. In Jesus' name, amen. So uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing that uh, Ryan's too humble to talk about, and that is the fact that around the same time that we were going through the journey in our own home about leaving security and finances and money and cell phones and all the stuff that is provided when you have an actual real job, <laughs> Ryan was going through the same thing. And as he uh, really wrestled with leaving a teaching career and a coaching career in order to pour his life into coaches and student athletes to work for Fellowship of Christian Athletes. By the way, uh, most people who work for Fellowship of Christian Athletes raise their own support, meaning they have to go out and, and have let people invest in them. It's kind of like being a pastor in some ways because you invest in, in my family every week. And so in the bulletin, there is an opportunity to, to get it involved with Ryan's ministry to support him on a monthly basis or a one-time gift whatever it is and he didn't want me to do this but I'm doing this anyway and so that you can walk with him as he walks with coaches in this area and I promise you he's making an impact he's making an impact in my daughter and her husband who's a coach in West Platte High School and they've got 30 to 35 kids that come on a weekly basis that they're touching their lives and this is just one small little glimpse of what it is that he's accomplishing 
um, because of his, this call that God has on his life. So in the bulletin, it gives you a link to go to that. Uh, this uh, end of this month on April 29th is a banquet. That is, if you want to know more about what FCA is doing in this area, um, it's a banquet that will directly benefit Ryan and his ministry. And so talk to him about that. See about if there's, I have a couple spots left at my table. If you're interested in sitting with uh, my wife and I at this table, it's a free banquet with an opportunity to be a blessing and to be blessed as well. So, uh, so anyway, I just want to encourage you to connect with him afterwards and to thank him for being vulnerable today. When we sing, here's what we're going to do. Where's Amanda? Or, where, raise your hand, Amanda. You back there? All right, I want you to come up here, and Ryan's going to be up here. So I want men and women, just feel led to, but come up and surround them in prayer because that is like the ultimate gift that we can give them because they are on the front lines. Uh, if you just, just want to know what it's like to be in full-time ministry, take those kind of chances and risks for the Lord, uh, you can ask my wife. She'll tell you all about it. Um, but Ryan and Amanda know, and we're, we're on this journey together, which I think is pretty awesome. So Ryan, I want you to come up here, and Amanda, come too. And uh, men and women, um, obviously, because there's a man and a woman, gather around them and pray for them as we worship in this last song. Um, and so thank you.